When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Williams and Bloom podcast here on uh, late Sunday night, August the 22nd. Most of you are probably listening on the final Monday that's not a game week of the year for the Cyclones. My name is Chris Williams. I'll bring in my friend Brent Bloom momentarily, but we want to thank our presenting sponsor, Mechdyne. Check them out at mechdyne.com, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com slash careers for more information. They've got a position in their marketing and sales team. Anybody can do marketing and sales. Bloom and I are in that field. (laughs) In all seriousness, a sales development rep. They're looking at clients that are, uh, they want people who are interested in the advanced technology space. It can be a full or a part-time position. They actually are welcoming college students, specifically college students from the Iowa State University. It's a great opportunity to get your foot in the door on the sales side with a cutting-edge technology company. Mechdyne.com slash careers. Got a little pro tip for, for, the, for the young folks. What's that, If Blum? you do sales, if you get any sales training, it'll help you no matter what field you get into. No oh, question. Yeah. Like that is absolutely. If somebody would, you know, slap me in the face 15 years ago, say, do sales while you're in college, because that skill will translate to no matter what profession. So you do sales in some capacity, no matter what you do. If you're good. Yeah. Like but if, I'm you're, saying if, like, you're, if you're making any money. Yeah. Well, not even just like traditional what? sales, but you have to sell, sell yourself daily. Every day. Exactly. Just so, like, anyway, uh, and there's what a great way to learn. Just like the band English does. They sell themselves with great music. Let's Which, hear it. Are these horns or are they brass instruments? They're horns. Somebody commented on the forum. Those aren't horns. Not, these are not horns right here. Here, you go. Bring in the horns. It's technically a wind instrument. A wind? What are you talking about? A saxophone, right? Or is it a trumpet? I think it's a trumpet. Is it a trumpet? It's a horn. I don't know. I'm not going to get into... All I know is English performed at our premium uh, Patreon kickoff party last week at Iowa Tap Room, and you weren't there. I felt awful. Like, literally, like I got... You felt awful because you missed it? Yes, and I felt awful. I, oh. I'm still battling. You can probably hear it. The remnants of a cold that really took me down for five days. It's not for COVID. what it's worth. It's not, by the way, I went to the Iowa clinic yeah. and got tested. Yeah. It's not COVID. For what it's worth. But you can do that at the Iowa clinic. My wife did the same thing because mm-hmm. we were all together last weekend. And because it was Elise's birthday and then you and uh, us and the Van Winkles got all the kids yep. together. And my wife, I think, had the, were you making out with her? 
I because I, I think was she not. had the exact same thing you did. At least not to my knowledge. And I never got it, and she never makes out with me. <laughs> so I'm just putting two and two together. Hey, I had some bourbon Friday and Saturday, but I don't remember that. Okay, um, but point being, that was yeah, a was nasty great. bug. Whatever. Yeah, you guys it was. Had. It was. It, it really knocked me down because like it or did five her. Days. She had to miss. A couple days Same, of work, and she never does that. But it was, I, so I felt awful. Could not go Wednesday night, but I saw some of the pictures, and it looked like a, a great time. You know, uh, before we get into football and everything else, so we we did that uh, with our premium and Patreon members. We're always taking new subscribers, by the way. A little shameless plug. Absolutely. Well, I gave a little uh, report to the football scrimmage on the board saw that. earlier today. Um, anyways, enough of that. <sighs> you know, we had that, and then we went to LeClaire, to the Mississippi River Distilling Company, who makes Cody Road. By the way, Bloom and I are sipping on the new Cyclone Fanatic um, commemorative limited edition bottle. Yeah. It's, the new barrel. It's really good. It's, you can it's taste phenomenal. the uniqueness to yeah. it. It's, it's really helpful for a cold. It's very good. Um. Man, I, you just there's certain times in this business where you just feel blessed, and and I I had two of those this week. Wednesday was more familiar faces. Sure. It was the people who come to a lot of our events who've supported us for years, and it was great to be able to reward them with them with like his this classy night where we uh, that that night had Brett Meyer, Todd Blythe, uh, Jeff Woody giving insight, which was awesome. And then on Friday night, we're over at Cody Road, and we'd never done an event in eastern Iowa. Sure. Those people, and I mean this in the most complimentary way possible, are freaking crazy. <laughs> we had so much fun. I I had a blast. I, I, I told Ryan Burchett from Cody Road, I was like, I want to move here. Like this is great. Good, good folks. And they uh, probably came from all over, too. It wasn't just... We had guys from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, we had cyclones. One cyclone drove from Sioux City to Leclerc, which is like probably like a six. Hour, that's the whole state of Iowa. I, I got to question the geography choice there, but hey, whatever. But that's still like that's, that's awesome. Cedar Rapids, Iowa City. I mean, anybody really on that side of the state was was coming to it. It was so cool, and it just like it made my heart so big, and I just appreciated it and. Those Eastern Iowa uh, nutcases have told me for years, hey, do something over here and we'll support it and I'll be damned. I mean, we we limited it to 200 tickets. It sold out. Very quickly. Yeah. We, I mean, I I bet we could have doubled the crowd. That's, I that's think the demand was, amazing. Yeah. was there. And Ben Bruns and Woody spoke with me. So that was really cool to get Bruns back yeah. into the fold. Uh, Absolutely. We, Bruns and I stayed together at an Airbnb which was dangerous, right across you're, the street from the distillery. You're alive, which is good. <sighs> ben, I didn't go to I didn't go to bed till like three. Ben has a good time, and he's he's a large man. Well, not as large as he used to be. In great shape now, Bruns. But he can he can have a couple of bourbons. Bruns was the most mature. Was he? Yeah. Okay. I well, think he was tired. He okay. golfed all day. Okay. All right. You know how you white collar guys like you guys golf all day. It's part of your job. It, it is. Um, but none, that, nonetheless, that sales thing. Yeah, that I was jealous. I couldn't be oh, there. Man, it was a blast. So to you know, thank you to anybody listening who may have come out to those. We just 
it, it just warmed your heart and like it it made me it made me so happy it made me uh equally happy too just to give back to Cody Road and Mississippi River they've been such a a lot of um advertisers are that they're it's all about return on investment and, sure. and I I'm fine this is business right this is they are a case. true partner everything that they everything we do they want to do they're they're bringing ideas to us they are phenomenal marketers and they make a great product and it, it was i was really happy because i know they had a great night yeah i mean these people weren't just twiddling their thumbs they were drinking <laughs> yeah they were after it we you'll love this that because you know we'd never done anything like this so he brought a local barbecue guy in okay to cater it and wow. it was just two guys and they sold out like they they were completely out of meat I uh the there's there's a video on there of you guys you know you know talking to the crowd or you know getting fired up and the guy in the front row with the horns down yeah. is my new hero. It's like right there. Saw a lot of that yeah, this week. A lot of that. I a lot get of it. horns down. A lot this of week. horns down. Can it, with that can we can we start the pod by shitting on the national media? I mean, I mean, I'm happy to do so. That's this, right up my wheelhouse. This this last week, like. I've tried to like refrain from the mud. I know it's you and you. Sh- it it, it doesn't mean do enough. me any good to like be fighting with these guys. But like it was Friday morning right before I left, where I just was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like I'm I'm done well, with these jackasses. Like why? Here's my deal. I know that the majority of these guys are not like cheering the demise of Iowa state athletics. I'm not arrogant enough to think that like they are, that's part of their motivation. They're not, not. they don't care. Like not not on their radar. What, what I don't understand, there's two things and one of them bloom. I think that we should have a conversation with because we each, I know for a fact have been guilty of this in the past. I try not to be more the older I get. Yeah. What is it about sports writers on Twitter that makes us think we need to be stand-up comedians? I don't and be know. So goddamn smug. I know, and I, I, right? We've all done this. Yes. But that, so that's my problem. And the the second point I would make is a a vast lack of self awareness. Um, facts are you know. Unfortunately, in 2021, any of us can bend them in our direction. Yes, you can. Whatever narrative we want, it doesn't matter right now if we're talking about COVID or if we're talking about television ratings, right? Totally. You can you can bend numbers the way you want them to look for your narrative. And find a study out there. My problem is, like, I don't understand why a lot of these um, gentlemen... I guess ladies, although I can't think of a female reporter that's really rubbed me in the wrong way. There's going to be fewer jobs. Uh, I mean, if like, and listen, I don't, for what it's worth, I don't think this is going to happen. If there's only 32 big time college football programs, there's not going to be as many national college football writing positions. Right. There's just not. The people who follow Cyclone Fanatic, I would guess, I don't know what, 30% of them have subscriptions to The Athletic because they do good work and they cover, the, for me, the Bulls and they cover the Braves better than anybody. So I read that. I'm not going to pay money for their national college well, football stuff if Iowa State is not a, a not factor. A relevant factor, yep. Right? 
So that that's my greater point. It's like it's like you're you're rooting on this thing that's bad for you. So there you go. I'm wiping my hands of it. I'm trying to get rid of the negative energy Before as we enter starts. our yeah. first game week. And I, I it was it was Friday morning where I kind of snapped. Well, it was cumulative this week. I mean, on the heels of the realignment stuff. It was which, the alliance. Old. The yeah, talk. the alliance. The alliance. But then the even the the dumb stuff, which I I shouldn't let it get to me. But I always think it's ranked deser- deservedly seventh in the AP poll, and all of a sudden it has to be chuckle hut about oh, Iowa State shouldn't be up there, and you know actually it was it the the one guy from, from Barrett Sally who says well Oregon's no. actually underrated here Iowa State's overrated and it's like well, what are you did yeah. you watch the game like, they what played is like why eight months ago and then did you read the piece yeah it was terrible it was a, at, like it didn't give any like no. oh well you know they had better recruiting rankings Chris so it's like well when you have 20 starters returning uh, but whatever yeah uh, I know and that, but logic doesn't matter like they you clearly are just trying it's very surface level I think and Oregon's breaking in a quarterback that's part of the thing that everyone needs to understand it's for most of these there's only so many hours in the day for us. And for them, it's the same way. Like, they can't get in-depth with Iowa State. They just can't. They don't know all these things. Now, I could argue Iowa State's a seventh-ranked team in the nation. Maybe people should know more about Iowa State rather than, oh, they lost to Louisiana in week one, so therefore they're not a factor this year, which is so surface level that I've, we don't even I, get into that. I've still yet to see, and, and again, like, I almost feel bad bringing this up. Because it sounds like I'm making an excuse for Iowa State, but it's there's a difference. We've said this a lot over the years. Oftentimes, there's a difference between an excuse and a reason. Yeah, absolutely. And I haven't heard any of these national guys be like, well, you know, so like Florida got killed by destroyed Oklahoma in its bowl game. Yeah. And what's the narrative? Well, they didn't have any guys. They didn't have any of their players. And the, and the, that is a national narrative, and it's yep. true. Yep, it is they a did, reason they did not have their guys. It is a reason. If you watch that game, Florida played without most of their starters. Yep, Iowa State had thirty six guys out with COVID leading into that week who started practice. Like, well, yeah, well, yep. you want to know why they look slow? And Brock talked it, about this week. Yeah, by the way. that is open. Yep. That is common knowledge now. How many of these blanking national reporters have done the homework on a top 10 team in the country yeah. to even acknowledge that? But they lost I'm Louisiana. I'm sick of it. So. I know. And so it's like... And Louisiana is going to beat Texas in week one. So what does Iowa State have to do? It's a lock. You're, oh, you're, you're locking it in. Okay. <laughs> what does Iowa State I have to do? That. And basically comes down to, unfortunately, just win. they just have to win. Um, and if... As sad as it is, if Iowa State goes eight and four, nine and three this year, then <coughs> excuse me. My God, um, God Blooms is dying over here. <laughs> I'm okay, I really am. Then if they don't do that, then the media will say, "Hey, we're we are right to question Iowa State." When in reality, that may not be the case. So I don't know. It's just I, you, we got to get to the point as this year goes on to not worry about every single thing that somebody writes. But it's very frustrating in the heat of the moment. I would agree. Um, looking forward to. I would have any of these guys on the podcast, to be honest with you. Like, and I, well, it's and not. It's not. There are some not, good ones. It's like nothing personal, right? It's the smug aspect of yeah. it. I will name names. It's it's Staples and Mandel are the two that. 
I, I've admired and read their work for years. I don't think they're bad humans. If I could give them public relations advice, and I know they don't care about it because they're going to come back and say, like, oh, we're journalists. We don't care. Yeah, I know. But the point is, like, by the way you talk down to readers, subscribers, and, um, you know, customers – uh, the way that you do, and I've done it too. So I know yeah. I'm being hypocritical. Hey, we're, like, we're about to rip on Nebraska later. Yeah, like I've done it I too. It. Like you, I get it. And those guys' inboxes are 15 times worse than mine when it comes to people bitching at them all the time. Yeah. So I understand it. But to like what I would tell them is, it comes off like you are rooting on, like the, like you do, yeah. like you are picking well, a side, even though like I know you're not. Right. That's what it comes off as. It would be nice to read from somebody affiliated with the National. And you saw a little bit from Herb Street. You saw a little bit from, who else was it, uh, a couple weeks ago? Uh, Fox. Joel Klatt. If somebody would step back and say, is this really, is this good for the sport, what we're doing here? Like, if we're going to leave, potentially, a conference out of this conversation, is this really good for the long-term health? Instead, it comes down to, oh, let's pick our... 32 teams we'd want in the Super League and, you know, let's do this realignment and figure out who can go where. Nobody's questioning It's like, anything. you got to stop. And, and I think that's why this alliance, if you step back a little bit, at least gives us a pause and hope that the school administrators or maybe the adults in the room to step back and go, you know, there's more to it here than just how do we cash a bigger check via TV. And, uh, you know, look at the bigger health of college football and college athletics in general, and maybe that will bring some sanity, but... You're right. In the short term, it's all like, oh, let's just laugh at the Big 12 and how they're not, you know, the, the revenue is going to be And half. make fun of all their fans. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Who are I mean, there's terrified. Still, still relevant universities here. So, I agree. Anything else to, to pick off of that, Bob? No, I'm just ready for the season to start to not worry about some of the extra stuff. All right. With that, let's thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. <laughs> I'm sorry to to our friend Jeff, who uh, just got. I actually was just um, at this podcasting conference, and they talked a lot about how a lot of these national podcasting like advertisers are concerned about being tied to like negative content, and we just tied our friend Jeff Wood and uh, Gravitate Coworking to horns down in the uh, the. The, in the hey, the writers at the athletic, it's a good Iowa company. Though. For what it's worth, to I, I, I just Scott Doctorman's a phenomenal guy. Like he's been a mentor to me for years. Don't tweet at Doc and be like, "Hey, Doc knows my opinions on this." Like yeah. I, I don't hide this. We no, you know, you're very old. Yeah, I'm not, just being honest. I'd love to get Mandel or Staples on here and just talk to him about it. Be like, "Hey, this is how you make these people feel." Right, rather than scoring. Cheap yeah. Twitter points. Let's yeah. talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I. I'm a subscriber. I read it all the time. They do great work. They're coming off very smug, though. The folks at Gravitate They're Coworking not smug at all. They are not smug at all. In fact, they've got all sorts of great members. So the COVID's kind of. I went to church today. Yeah. We had to wear a mask again. Yep. Mask required at church. Well, it wasn't required, but if you didn't wear one. You, you, know, got, you got the You look. were nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. wear your damn mask. Point being, the co-working space, while COVID is bad, I think that for a business like this, 
it's pretty good because a lot of people they you can't work at home. My wife, she couldn't work at home. Now she's well, a veterinarian. A lot of, so a lot of like, offices are going to delay reopening. That's again. my point. GravitateCoworking.com. Check out all of their great membership options today. Elsewhere, our friends at the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. I am a big time um, uh, believer in what they do. They help both of our families out this week. You can't just, beat it. Yeah, like we're not we're not making this up. My wife calls me on Tuesday. Thank God she didn't have COVID. She is fully vaccinated. She calls me on Same. her on her way to work on Tuesday, freaking out. I can't taste my coffee. Okay? Oh no, yeah. And I go, well, it's probably because you can't breathe. She's been, you know, but we live in a world. Yeah, you got to go Brent, check it out. where people are. On edge, and she goes, "Where can I get a rapid COVID test before I go to work?" I'll tell you where the Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. Now, I didn't send her to the Men's Center, but I gave her the urgent care number. She called. They said, "Get in here in 15 minutes." 15 minutes later, she had her COVID test negative. Now, she didn't end up going to work because she felt so crummy, but she knew she didn't have COVID. The guy there, I don't know who her doctor was, was mm-hmm. so good. He said, here's the deal. Are you going to work today? And she goes, I don't think so. He goes, let So she did one of the antigen ones. Yep. And, she, and he goes, let me do one of the other ones. It'll be back within 24 hours. And then you'll have two tests to know 100% for sure. I think the antigen one is like 85%. Don't quote me on it or whatever. But the you're cool the part, neighborhood. My, yeah. the, the part that I loved about it, the doctor was like, hey, I know you're worried about this. You don't want to be spreading the Delta variant. Right, to your clients. Yeah. Yep. So... It was, it was a great experience for her, and I know you had a similar one. Yeah, very similar for me, too. And even if it's not even COVID, we just have something from the kids' daycare. It's good to get it checked out. Absolutely. And it, uh, the, the uh, urgent care situation is really cool now. You don't have to just wait in the waiting room. No, you, you can go on the website. You get on the website, and they give you a time. You just show up, and they text you when you don't have to sit there. All right. Um, let's get back to football. There was a scrimmage on... Saturday night, again, I, I put a pretty good report, hey, a decent report. I, I don't want to oversell it. Not a lot of information. One good thing, Bloom, that we are hearing out of camp, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, very much injury-free. They've yeah, been I mean, very healthy during camp. Haven't heard anything. I mean, this staff is notorious for not uh, oversharing. I, I don't trust Campbell as far but as I can throw you, him. Sometimes you get through the grapevine of this or that, and there hasn't been much of that. And for those that I've... I know folks who have been at practice that haven't exactly noticed that, oh, so-and-so is not practicing. In fact, I haven't heard that at all, really. So, seems to be very healthy, which is the probably most important thing about fall camp, right? Especially with a veteran team, is just stay healthy. And as, as I understand, this staff has really gone to the NFL method of, you know, we know who our good guys are, and while we will get them reps, we're not going to overextend them in the fall camp just because, just to work them. Uh, so they've been able to work in some of the other younger guys and get them more snaps, one of whom is Jairo Brock, who has had apparently uh, an outstanding fall camp. He without, he was phenomenal on Saturday night. I've heard that throughout. Phenomenal on Saturday. What a luxury. He Listen, Breeze is Breeze. We're not trying to stir anything up. But the point being... You throw Jairo Brock in like what ninety percent of Iowa State teams in the past, and he's the dude. Like he's the guy. You know, if it's not Troy, Brees, 
Maybe David. Wait, we'll see. David. Like, David. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been some good ones. Ennis, Darren. Yeah, I mean, there's been some good ones. I would. Alexander Robinson was really, really good. good. Yep. It, point being, this is yeah, a guy who's a normally a Big Twelve well, starter. He was all right. Maybe ten different Big Twelve teams. He would start on how many of them? Five. Five for uh, half. I, yeah. There's some good backs. Backup. Yeah, and again, he was as. I mean, him and Brees were like neck and neck when they were recruited as who's the more talented guy. Now, Brees was on campus earlier, gave him a head start. Brock came in later. Um, but I, but Brock's, and you know, guys in this situation in the past would have left. You know, if it was a different culture, he could have said, I could go play somewhere else, but he, he stayed. And, you know, Brees, this will be it for Brees. There's no question that he has his eyes on the NFL after this year, as he should. And hopefully that means Brock's in your featured guy, and then they like some of those younger guys behind him. So... The Sanders kid's been good. And then Deion Silas is another one of those young guys. That, that's, I, I think he'll play. It's going to play, probably. Yeah. So it, this is the fun part. When you start talking about program building, it's you don't have to, and we've talked about this for years on this podcast, it's you don't have to rely on the young guys right away. And Campbell even said it in a piece this week, I think I was on, on The Athletic, of all things, with Bruce Feldman. Oh, Feldman's we, just kissing all of our ass. We we have 23-year-olds. For, for what it's worth, yeah. he's my favorite. <laughs> Bruce, come on the podcast. Uh, he's great. He's been on yeah, the podcast. Like I've, I've yeah, you talked to him. In I've known days. Bruce for like. I mean, we're not friends, but like when I see him, it's cordial. Like he knows who I am. Yeah. But like he's a great guy. Like he's a really good. Again, I don't hate these other guys. I don't right. want it to be like that. But it would be, you know, and, and like I'm guilty of it. If you're a jackass to me, and if I've ever, I've tried not to do it more. Yeah. The older I've gotten, yeah. Don't quote retweet the idiots and make them look stupider because that makes you look weak. That makes I've, you right. It's it's hard. Yeah, Especially I know. When they're Hawkeye, fans. and I still do it. Yeah. There's one Hawkeye fan that suggested that Purdy's going to throw four interceptions, and in Iowa State's going to lose you and I. I didn't quote retweet it though. I've grown up, Chris. Um. No, but I think Feldman said, you know, Iowa State or through Camels, like we're we want to be playing twenty two year old kids against your nineteen year olds, and that's the program that Iowa State has to do. Of course, they're not going to have. That's why they don't want BYU. <laughs> they're all like Fair thirty. Point. They're not. They're not going to have the five stars across the board. But development of program means you'll have the guys that can compete with those young players that that need to play right away at other schools. So it's a good good spot to be in. Uh, okay, here's the exercise I want to talk about. Um, trap games for the upcoming year. I have... There are three non-trap I, games. I have three trap So, okay, the non-trap games are Iowa. Well, okay, I see what you're saying. There, there's three, three guaranteed... Iowa, Oklahoma, Yeah, well, those aren't Texas. Those like, are all... Those are big up. game. Yeah. Those can't be considered trap games. And then, there, and then there's, in my opinion, there's three. They're not trap games, really, at all, in my opinion, because you're gonna, you should be, you UNLV, should be better. Yeah. For what it's worth, I was reading. Um, I think uh, Veasan. I subscribed to Veasan. Yeah, which is the Vegas analytics yeah, odds. In in one of the guy, I didn't even read it. Yeah. One of the guys, one of his best picks was the under of one point five wins for UNLV. Yeah, they're 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 not good. So. That's a name your score game. Like uh, if you're going to Vegas, enjoy the game or enjoy the time. The game will be over at halftime. I'm not working. I'm gonna just enjoy it. Did you know that? Good for you. Yeah, I'm gonna sit in the stands. Bring your mask. 
I'm, I'm a vaccinated son of a gun. Yeah, maybe you do. see what that. Uh, so I, it's UNLV. It's UNLV. You and I in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, people worried about you and I. I get it. I get it. Like, yeah. There's yeah. there's still that trepidation of it's the first game, slow starts. But if you just put it on paper, and games aren't played on paper, I'll give you my should, two biggest. It, it should not be a trap game. Like it's I'll, that's not a trap game. I'll give you my two biggest trap games. There's there's three that legitimately scare me. I'll give you my okay. two biggest. Yeah, let's go. Um, it starts with West Virginia on October 30th in between Oklahoma State and Texas. Ooh, okay. I Listen, I the one thing I've learned since they've been in the Big 12, West Virginia media loves itself some West Virginia. They they do. So, like, they're generally an overhyped team. Yeah, but they got some hype. I like them, and I like their coach. It's a hard place to play. You've been yep, there. It, it is. And um, I don't like how it sits between Oklahoma State and yeah, Texas. That's fair. I would put that on my list as potential trap because I mean you're you could be walking in there. What would Iowa State you be, be at undefeated? That point? Seven seven and zero. I'd hope you'd be undefeated. You'd be in the top five, a, like a number three team in the country. Yeah, type right. type of situation that could be that could be scary. That would be a situation where. We would all look at it and go, why is Iowa State only a five-point favorite? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, right now it'd probably be. I mean, I, yeah, I just threw out a number. Yeah, but totally. It would be a deal where it's like, oh, why we is figured. This, well, same situation. Remember when it, West Virginia came to Ames? What was yes, that? Yes, absolutely. Three years ago? They were in the top five. They were in the top five and got lit up. Absolutely destroyed them. Yep. So, I agree. That's on my list. And then I'm putting... Texas Tech right there. Yeah. yeah. I just have we, to. I mean, we, it's a, we think too much alike. Because you, you're coming off. Coming off of Texas. Texas. You could be 8-0 heading to Lubbock with Oklahoma the next week. And that's just a tough spot. And I think they're going to be better. I think Tyler Shuck will be an improvement for them at quarterback. And that's a game you roll in, seat up. You know, you're 10 and a half, 13-point favorite. And you're just like, all right. Tech will be, you know, four and four at that point. Pour you some more Cody Rudd. And, and then while you're starting to think weird, about Lubbock, it's a night game in Lubbock, and yeah, they could be coaching for their jobs down there. Okay, so I mean, and Iowa State has beaten them every year since 2016. I mean, Iowa State's a lot better than them. They are five years in a row. But like, if you ask any of the former players, other than Kinnick, straight, those just, savages at Kinnick, well, yeah. Um. I mean, they throw urine on you. Did you know that? In Kinnick? Yeah. I'm glad that's never happened to me in the press box. I The last time I was there, I didn't go the last one because I was boycotting, and, and they really cared. I got hit in the head with a half-empty uh, Milwaukee's best can. Did they know who you were, or were they just throwing at a guy in a yes. Iowa State shirt? Yes, the gentleman know who, knew who I was. That's, that's not very respectful. And he, he called me a homophobic slur that starts with an F. That's not very nice. Cyclone blank. Yeah, I, I think we ever ever understood. But yeah, Lubbock is a can be a tricky. It was right spot. in front of my aunt Deb too. Oh, Unfortunately, funny. she had to see me get pegged, and I was like, "This is why I don't like you anymore." I'm just kidding. Yeah, she's like that's, my that's, uh, second mom, but it was a situation. Um, but tech, all tech the is, former players tell you they hate playing there. It's been a better. It's been not as intimidating lately, just because I would say it's done better. Here's the one thing. They they could be down and out by then. 
That game last year, I mean, Iowa State will be confident in that game. That was the biggest ass-whooping I've ever seen. Up and down the field by an Iowa State Yeah, that score was not indicative of the No, that was the boring Campbell, like, we're not going to run up the score on them. They, you know, down there... The defense should be better for them. They got a bunch of transfers, so maybe by that time of the year they'll be better. Shuck at court. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's definitely would qualify as a trap game. Okay. And then I'm throwing Oklahoma State in too. Really? I, 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 I am. I know, and I just look at the pass against Oklahoma State. Iowa State's lost to them two years in a row. You remember See, two years ago no, when they came into Ames, uh, Iowa State was a. So isn't that the reason why it wouldn't be a trap game, though? Well, but I'm. I don't think Oklahoma State's going to come in with a whole bunch of hype around them. I mean, they may be ranked. See, I was going to put Kansas State as a trap game, but you play, you have a bye before you have a bye, them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's less so. That's different. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. It's Oklahoma State always concerns me. Maybe trap's not the right word. No, but it's a, it's it, cons- a, it concerns. It's a frightful game. Yeah, it concerns me, but I would not call it a trap. Okay, fair enough. What, into, a, what about, this makes me sick to my stomach to even think about, but what if you go into Oklahoma nine and zero or ten and zero? Yep. And you lose win. to Oklahoma. Okay. Or or win. Or win. And you then you TCU have on a TCU on a Friday short turnaround. Yeah. Fair. Like even like, let's say you lose to Oklahoma, you're going to be a dog in that game. Yes, no matter what. And then it's like, well, that was the game we were supposed to lose. Let's regroup and we'll get. Yeah, them. No, that's a that's a good point. Because TCU will be formidable at that point, I would think. I think they'll be ranked. I mean, that'll help you though. What do you think of TCU? Because they're kind of the sexy. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be good. We both like Duggan. You like him more than me. I think their record will not be indicative of how good they are because the, the schedule is brutal for them. I would agree with that. So I, I, I mean, so that's why I could play into that trap game. Maybe they won't be ranked. They could be, you know, going in there at oh boy, six and four. Gary would take a step back, and he's like, "This is our bowl game, gentlemen. We're going to Ames on Black Friday." Take a look at your life. Hug, Hug your, your children, children. kiss oh, your wife. We owe them one. <laughs> when they. Why? Let me ask you this though, because I like Patterson a lot. Yeah. You know that. I've always he's been on my Mount Rushmore of like favorite coaches for a long time. Yeah. Him, Pat Fitzgerald, Campbell, Bill Snyder. Snyder was, but you know. I'd have to figure that out. Yeah. Anyways, who, who else? Yeah. Um, like. At what point are we just like, well, he's past his prime? Because everybody keeps making excuses. For yeah. Him. Like, and they're like, oh, well, you know, they had injuries. And they had, yeah. And, but, like, at what point are they just not what they were? Well, and the defensive numbers got a lot better towards the end of last year. So I what think they played teams that garbage. were riddled by COVID. Yeah. The first half of this year will be your answer. There's a lot of, like, I've been reading all the gambling stuff. There's a lot of bullshit stats out there. Honestly, like there's a lot of really. I feel, I feel like you're onto my whole Twitter. There's a game. lot of really bad yeah, stats can, out yeah, there. You can, for reference, you can do a lot of things. <laughs> you really can. It just depends on your mood. No, I, I think that's fair. I think this this is a big year for them too. Like they can't have another 
five and seven in Fort Worth. With the issues of the angry eight, right? Those eight, like they need to continue their momentum. And Gary's getting up there in age too. Do you consider Baylor a trap game? Let me let me paint no. this. Okay. Uh, never mind then. I don't. It's the first conference game. That's why. And well, you lost there two years ago. What if ago. it's like 100 degrees? Yes, sir. Then that's the element game? I mean, that's not a trap game. Then. Gosh, it better not be 8,000 degrees. <laughs> the laugh. Thanks. I love Thanks, Batters, Gare. man. I love him. I love him. I, I want him to go 11 and 1 every year. Here's the thing. I looked again, again today. Did you know we follow each other on Twitter? I, it's been known. Okay. The uh, schedule sets up so nicely this year. Does it really? Yeah, for Iowa State, it really does. Tell me. Well, like you, the, I'm intrigued. If you would rank the games, the why hardest, don't you write a column? The hardest game. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, well, is one of your kids sick again? Yeah, probably. Or oh, me. don't worry. I, my whole family was sick I last week. A column I understand. in nine months. Um, Jeez, that's no, all good. The hardest game is Oklahoma, right? Yeah, absolutely. The hardest second, th- arguably second through the sixth game is at home, which is incredible. Like, this is a great thing, right? So we're talking about those trap games. They're both on the road, but those are probably against teams 7, 8, 9 in difficulty. You get get Texas, you get Iowa, you get Oklahoma State, you get TCU all at home. That's huge. Like, I can't... This is, which is why, if you look at the analytics and the odds, it's why Iowa State is favored in 11 of the 12 games. Now, now, will that happen as the season goes on? Who knows? Performance will dictate that. But it means that you're, you've got a chance for something really special here. There has never been a moment in all of our cycle lives where the stars have aligned before the season in this manner. Will it dictate? Will it play out that way? Only the big man upstairs knows, but it's just like things are lining up as they should. And this is why I'm hopeful that we're really going to do this thing this year. I don't know what the end result is, but it really sets up well. I mean, you get okay, Iowa, okay, okay. you get Iowa, Oklahoma State, because there's Texas all at home. Right now, we're, we're, you're setting things up for the guy in the Facebook comments. Oh, I, I understand what I'm doing. Go, yeah. One game at a time. I'm just look. Can we, we had we had this, a similar conversation before last year, by the way, and then we got killed after Iowa State I lost just, to Louisiana. Yeah, I just like Ricky Bobby said. If you say with all due respect, <laughs> then it's okay. It's it's a, that's a, that's a it's a correct statement. With all due respect, earmuff. <laughs> I want to kick the shit out of you and I. Like, yeah, just don't even make 50 it fifty to nothing. Yeah, that would like, really help. Shut them out. I, I, shut them up. You know, and I want Iowa to beat Indiana. Yes, I want Iowa to beat Indiana. Yep, I want Iowa. Iowa State. Want to know? Bring our, it to the table. Let's go. Our best. I your totally, best. I do I'm not in. want them to lose to Indiana. Nope. That'd be takes, a. Nope. And then they're all all their fans are going to be. The whole like defense mechanism bullshit. Oh, it's already happening. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're not. This is down here. Oh, you guys can have it. It's going to be the best year in your the history. Of your well, you've already seen a little bit yeah. of. Oh, well, twenty twenty didn't really count anyway. So, congrats on your great year. Yes. Oh. Oh, and you oh, didn't yeah. have to play Iowa. Yeah, that's all over the place. I want to kick the shit 
out of Northern Iowa. Yeah. That is like a real thing for me. Like it, it honestly, Bloom, it's kept me up at night. Like I've been lying in bed, look over the wife sleeping. God forbid the kid is actually sleeping. The baby. <laughs> sure. I've thought to myself, things are pretty good right now. What could be better? Kick the shit out of Northern yeah. Iowa. Yeah. No, I'm a, uh, and I'm for it. suffocate them. Just step on their throats. Take care of them early. Like I, yes. I, I agree. I do not. I want to have my column done by the time the game's uh, over. And, and listen, I want Brees to run for 2,200 yards this year. I get established in the ground game and everything, but just kick the just, shit. Yeah, just give me give me 21 to nothing in the first quarter. I don't want to worry about it. You know, give me a couple bombs. I don't. I just a couple turnovers. Put them away. We're on the same page. Yeah, I, we don't need that stress early. We just don't need that stress. That early. and like no, on top of it. So you don't need you don't need the skeptics. I, I can hear a, him chirping already. I have a one of my best friends. He's like family. You know, Hutch across yeah. the way. He doesn't watch much. Sure, cool story. You were there uh, last Friday. We had a deal for my daughter, and they're like family. Yeah. So uh, we've we've all here on Cycling Fanatic raised a lot of money for this family when their daughter was fighting cancer. She unfortunately passed away. And it was the, what year was it? 17? 17. Yeah. The TCU game. A lot of you guys will remember it. TCU was top five. Yep. And Matt Campbell gave me his personal seats. In the club section. In right? the club section. And you went as a fan. Yes. And I with, did not work. Yep. So, and I took this family. Yep. It was after their daughter had died. This is like three weeks after Ava yes. died. Right at, she died. We buried Ava the day of the Akron game mm-hmm. on the road. Yep. That was the game that Campbell lost his mind in the second half because they kept converting on third down, and then we moved to the 3-4. But Yes, that was God, I'm a weird context. But, yeah. And uh, I didn't really know this, but uh, this is really – <laughs> I feel like I did at the time, but I Just forgot about it. kind of a blur, it. yeah. Matt gave them the game ball from that TCU game. Wow. And he signed it, and like, how awesome is that? That's, like, I, I didn't even, because we were talking, this was last Friday. Yeah, and Hutch is not a sports guy. He's not, he doesn't watch the he, games. He, he just, and he, he kind of just dropped it like, yeah, yeah, I got that game ball from that game. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, it's in the basement. I said, Hutch, do you realize it's one of the the biggest wins (laughs) in program history and you have the game ball? I was like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. (laughs) He always, because he, again, like he's an I, like he roots for Iowa State because of of all the, yeah, Yeah. because of the fans. The fans and all the money and, yeah. But he's been giving me shit all summer. Like, oh, yeah, well, you guys, you know, you guys could never beat Northern Iowa. And he's just doing it to jar me. Yeah. Because he knows it'll work. Yeah, he's like, oh, Northern Iowa always no. This year, kick the shit out of Northern <laughs> Iowa. Bury them. Yeah, it will answer. That's, that's what I want. It'll answer some questions. No, just not even questions. Just do it for just me, for, for you, like, for Williams. Yeah. I and give Williams the game <laughs> give, ball. No, I don't need the game ball. I just need a break. Ugh. buddy, that's uh, twelve days away. It that oh man, it's coming. Cannot get here fast like, enough. Like we've made, like we're 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 here, everybody. <sighs> just please, just promise me you kick the shit out of Northern Iowa. What date is that? The September the fourth. September fourth. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. All right. Um, with that, it comes to our uh, 
Nebraska football portion of the program. I've been waiting <laughs> all week for this. <laughs> I don't even. I I, I should have written it down. Well, do you I have like a monologue planned? I did in my head earlier. So Nebraska is under NCAA investigation. So perfect. This is great because it's setting up. Like the first thing Frost said is, "Hey, the compliance department approved of all this." <laughs> And let me, I'm just going to translate it. That's Frost saying, hey, you're going to have to pay me after you fire me. Like, you're not going to use oh, this yeah. to take away my Yeah, you're not. My I'm, $20 I'm, million I'm dollar my 20 mil. That's, that's all that that was. So this is great. <laughs> so, since 2017, right? You know, Nebraska's still a relevant program in Iowa State. Who I mean, Bill Callahan... Like, if you compare Bill Callahan to today, he's a hell of a coach. Oh, great coach. Really? He did a really good job. Even 2017, they're like, oh, Mike Riley may figure this out. All right. What an awful hire the Mike Riley one. That was brutal. But, again, they still have their sellout streak. Maybe they still do. I don't even know at Lincoln. Maybe they have that sellout streak. But so, since 2017, Nebraska, the powerhouse, has won 16 games, everybody. 16 games. In that same time frame, Iowa State has won 32. Iowa State has doubled up Nebraska in the last four-plus years. But yet, here's Frost, who's going to be the savior. Came back from UCF. You know, great time there. He comes to Nebraska, and not only has he been an abject failure at all levels, he then has to cheat in a year that they were the only team in the Big Ten that wanted to play. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, they Absolutely. were, like, having... Well, these, and then... So, but the, but the, then, like, the the one thing I kept thinking about... Well, I, this is totally believable. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, oh, we're we, playing. We're going. Yeah. Remember I, they wanted to schedule, like, the non-conference yes. games and, like, they, all that stuff? A year ago, they were writing letters at this time to try and get out of the Big Ten and play an independent schedule. And so they follow up on that. Not only did they cheat, and they cheat poorly, but CETA, they go 3-5 and five last year, and one of those wins was in that Friday afternoon evening special in Piscataway. <laughs> <laughs> that was their bowl game. I watch, ironically, to play into your Iowa State has grown and oh they have shrunk. Oh, my gosh. I was in Arlington prepared to cover the Big 12 tournament or the Big 12 championship game. I was at a honky-tonk uh, watching that game, gambling on it. As I tweeted, I tweeted back in 2017, and I reiterated today on the old twi- <laughs> twi- Twitter machine. You are a, I mean, you're a bad man. I said... How does your wife control you? It's tough sometimes. With the State Fair ending today in the state of Iowa, Nebraska's like that once great rock band that's now playing on the free stage. And that's exactly (laughs) what that Friday afternoon in Piscataway was. Their cheap trick... At They're, the free stage. I mean, it's like if Coolio, it's like if Coolio yeah. comes to town. Vanilla Ice. It's like, oh, yeah, you, you had a song. <laughs> what? And then you were on, like, Celebrity VH18 or whatever that was. <laughs> but no, so not only are they paying Frost, and they're going to fire him so they can pay him 20 mil. Who's next? They, they just fired their AD, or excuse me, he resigned. <laughs> And they gave him $3 million to go away. But doesn't that mean that the fact that they paid him so much that he probably knew? Oh, he knew what was going on. But he said he... Trev said that he didn't know about this. Oh, yeah, Trev knows. 
And Trev is doing this so he can fire Frost for cause, I'm sure, but it won't work. And Nebraska's going to limp to 5-7 and seven again this year. I don't hate Trev. Should I? Always. Oh, he's pretty arrogant. It's, again, he's the manager for the rock band that was once relevant in the 90s. It's Fred Hoiberg's boss. God, I hate that Fred's there. I know. I've, Fred kind of ruins the whole thing. Uh, I mean, it does it, though. It's an auxiliary piece. I'm talking about Nebraska football here. So you have your sellout streak, which is great. Congratulations. But you're going right. to watch a 5-7 and seven football team again. And C-Dub. What hey. if they lose to Illinois? Well, so, so it's perfect. So that's Again, they play this week. Do you want to come over and watch that? We can root for Illinois? Yes. Gamble? Big Bielema guy. <laughs> We're huge Brett huge. Bielema guys here at Cyclone Fanatic. But again, back to again, they they are the the afternoon of the free stage. They're week they're week zero. Like what they're is not Illinois? even. Well, <laughs> they're. I mean, I ooh, I yeah. Illinois sucks too, but I mean they've never really done much. I, I'll probably bet on Nebraska. But they're the home team, at least. Well, here, uh, I think Nebraska's like a five-point favorite. I'll probably gamble on Nebraska and and root against it like your dad always taught me to do. Yeah, if you... Your dad's a f- guy who told me that. He's an I, emotional gambler. And I do way. that with the Vikings every week now because of your dad. I bet against the Vikings that every he's ha- week. happy either way. I'm happy either way. I'm either making money or my team wins. One last stat. So for those of you stuck in the 90s, including these national media that we talked about earlier in the podcast. Oh, God. Since 2017, weeks in the college football playoff, which, by the way, the playoff isn't released until the end of October, so you actually have to prove you're a good team and not just a brand. Iowa State, 14 weeks in the top 20, or in the top 25 of the college football playoff. Florida State, zero. Tennessee, zero. Nebraska, zero. Did you tag Andy Staples and Stuart Mandel? Come on, guys. <laughs> hey, I'll, wor- I'll work for the athletic. Please, if you're listening to this, go and find Bloom's tweets. Tag them on it. And invite them. We're a, to We're a, cordial, an open podcast. a cordial conversation here on the podcast. We'll do it on StreamYard. We'll do it live so that they, that everybody can watch and see that we're not trying to be disrespectful. We just want to have a conversation. Yeah, and, you know, if they want to bring their vanilla ice music because yeah. they're stuck in the 90s. If you guys great. want to bring, like, your, your yeah. fancy editors and yeah, stuff, whatever. like, that's, that's fine. Yeah, let's go. We don't have editors in Cyclone Fanatic. <laughs> we edit it ourselves. We have YouTube songs we play like <laughs> Benny Hill. All right, is that... Uh, I feel better. <laughs> does that conclude the Nebraska football portion of the program? Yeah, for the for at least this week. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, God, that felt good. Nice gradual stop. <laughs> felt real good. Oh, man. Never, uh, gets old. Never gets old. I just want to check real quick, just for the um, accuracy of the program. Or fact-checking. I haven't been on VegasInsider.com since last November or last December. That's odd. You're checking the odds for the first week? Yeah. Let's just do a quick little week preview. All right. All right. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not great. Nebraska is now a seven-point favorite against Illinois. What time? Was that a Friday or Saturday? That's Saturday at noon. We need to get sitters. Like, I don't want my kids around when I'm watching that. I'm I'm a big Bielema guy. Same. Hawaii is at UCLA. UCLA is a 17-point favorite. This is a big one. UTEP at New Mexico State. Oh, boy. 
9.30 kick. Oh, you boy. know we're gambling That's on, on TV, that. sure. <laughs> yep. You know... Heavy yep. money. Some, yeah. Oh, we're about to become big miners U- experts. Yeah. UTEP is a nine-point favorite. Uh, then uh, Oh, New Mexico State is horrible. I think they had a tune-up game. They lost by like the 30. Aggies, right? Yeah. Good job. Thank you. We also have... What an obscure game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. UConn, who hasn't played a game in like... They didn't play last they year, They have right? a football program, though. And Edsel's they do. back. They, like they're I high. didn't know they actually were playing. This is good news for them. They're a 27.5-point underdog at Fresno. Oh, boy. They got to go all the way to Fresno, California. I still have uh, bad feelings to UConn for a couple of reasons. Actually, three reasons. They they broke size arm. They broke size arm. Were they, you there? Yes. <laughs> they beat Seneca in 20, that was 2002. The, uh, Darius Reynolds. Yeah, breakout, three-touchdown game. Yeah. And then uh, they beat Iowa State on route to the national championship. Oh. Remember that? Well, okay. And you Shabazz said you said 2002. Yeah. Football. Football. I, I, they beat Seneca football. and Jack Trice. It's brutal. That's – I want to give a little bit of a teeny tiny teaser here just because it's on topic and I don't oh, know when we're okay. – So I'm starting a book. Okay. I like it's that. It's not going to come out for years. Yep. It's going to be like a memoir on like 20 years of Iowa State, like what I've been covering. It won't come out until like 2024. Okay. So like don't. You got time, yeah. I'm already working on it Good. though. Good, And that was one of my like, so I was an Iowa fan my whole childhood. Yep, you've talked about that. Decided to go to Iowa State for good reasons, like the right reasons. And like the first game that I watched – where I was wearing an Iowa State shirt oh, and yeah. cheering for the Cyclones was that goddamn game. Oh, it was, it was bad. Bad. It's like November. It was like a random November. Awful. That was a rough end of the year. And went to Awful. Boise. And then the Boise game. Oof. Brutal. Anyways. Yes. Anyway, so that, yeah. But I, that Thursday night is we got some pretty good games. Do you remember last year the first real college football game? It was like that random ass FCS game that we watched. Yeah, it was like who it, Eastern Kentucky. We we gambled on it yeah, here. We, right, we you did. you and your family came over to just watch to it. watch that. Like because we, we, we were so starved. It was for, Eastern Washington. East, no, Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, in Austin P or something. like that. We were like so that. excited. Anyway, uh, that that Thursday night. Not this. Th- this is how much we want football to start. We're looking ahead two Thursdays from now. Oh, this is two Thursdays. Okay. Ohio so like State. Second? Ohio State. Minnesota. Yeah, this is the second. Oh, okay, that's tasty. That's, that's a good game. Kind. And then um, there's a better one. Boise at Central Florida. Oh. A future Big Twelve game. Malzahn. Central Florida is a five point favorite. Yeah, that is a future Big Twelve game. <laughs> That's a big yeah, 12 game. That's good. That's good. So we're almost there. Is there, there. a new eye line? Uh, I have it's, not seen okay, one. It, I mean, hold it, gets, on. it gets tricky with the FCS stuff. The only place, hold on. Because I, I mean. The only place you're going to find one at this point is five, five dimes. Right. And you're going to have to go to like the Bahamas. Wait, what would you say? 2022? 20, I would up it. Go well, up. I don't know. Uh, it's Campbell. 2023? It's going to be 20, they, 20 and a half. 20 and a half? Okay. 
That would be my guess. Five dimes, live lions. Hold on. I, I haven't you. seen one. I have not seen one. I've been curious. This is a great podcast right now. As we're it's okay. People don't care. Wow. We're way deep on the Cody Road at this point. This is my second podcast in a row. You should go and if you're in, if you're like a racing fan, always race day. You should check it out. We're trying to get my guy Connor for literally the only reason I'm doing this, Bloom. The always race day. It's because I want Connor to have what I didn't have when I was coming up. To sure, the I get it. No, you're, Connor's um, good people, works hard. This request was blocked by security rules. Uh-oh. My IP has been blocked by five times. They don't, they don't want you investigating. Seriously. That is bizarre. I've tried it like five times. What have you done? Are you other than are you part of the Russian mob? I'm not. But anyways, um, well, I, we, don't, we don't have a line. We, don't. Yet. we will next week. I, I was looking around at power rankings over the weekend and um, it, it it's not too surprising. So Iowa State was like five points less than Oklahoma, five points better than Iowa. Those were kind okay. of the two measuring points I put based off of where they are in the season. Yeah. And that's, that's just fair. like data points. So yep. take it it'll, it'll change, but again, we're 12 days out. What do we need to do against Northern Iowa? I think, I think, you know, <laughs> we need to kick their ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think you use a different term, but I feel like if we say it long enough that this worked against Tom Herman back last fall. Yes. We said it for four weeks in a row and, and, while it was competitive, you still, at the end of the day, Iowa State still had Tom Herman's ass <laughs> and actually got him fired. So if shout you say, out if, while you say that, if you say it long enough, it'll just come true. Shout out to a friend of the podcast, Steve Kemp. You know Steve. Oh yeah. We were um, we were hanging out after the party on Friday night at our Airbnb that Cody Road got us. And Kemp kept bringing up me calling out Tom Herman's ass. <laughs> Man, if we just got to... There, there, you can find all those old podcasts. If you want a good laugh, just uh. go back to listen to one from November last year. <laughs> Transporting to another dimension. He's Brent Bloom. This I'm was Chris. fun, everybody. Thank you for entertaining Good us. time. We'll be back next week. We'll do like a final season preview. Yeah, bringing the forms. Whatever we know about Northern Iowa, we'll talk about. All I know is we need to kick the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Cody Road. Yeah. We appreciated you on this one. Yes. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Have a good one. I'll place your